Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. All right, so what are we talking about on this episode of Too Fit to Be Tied? So we are actually interviewing a holistic divorce coach named Jen Krasinski. Wow, divorce coach. Uh-huh. Now, what does a divorce coach do? I have no idea. They coach you through the divorce. I'm guessing that's what they do. We're going to okay. find out. Okay. Do you feel like it would have been helpful for you to have someone to coach you through your divorce? I mean, don't you feel Di- like... Says, it says, <laughs> <laughs> Very now, funny, Jerome. No, hey, hey I, I had to also, so <laughs> it's not... Say, if I had never been divorced, then it would be yeah, different. it'd you be know? rude. But yeah. It wouldn't but, be funny. But you're like, yeah, you too. Right. Okay. Divor- yeah, I'd like a, I would have liked a coach. You know why? Because I feel like it would have saved me money. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about you, but if you have gone through you know, a divorce where like all, when there is a highly emotional divorce involved yeah, and your, let's say soon to be ex is just doing crazy ass things mm-hmm. instead of running to your attorney and texting him and emailing him and, you know, oh my God, now he did this. Oh my God, he's threatening that. Maybe a divorce coach would have been nice to be my like emotional support and would have cost me probably way less. Uh, okay. I could see that. I mean, I'm not sure exactly if she deals with that, but we're going to find out. Okay. Well, okay. So we talk about what we think is going to, what happened with the divorce coach. And then afterwards we can discuss and say, oh, that was, that was pretty on point. Or yeah. we were right. Or we or, were totally off. That's or we were totally what, off. Yeah. That's not what she does at all. <laughs> What's that? Or no. we're going to be all like, right, actually, yeah. she doesn't do anything we thought she did. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I guess in, in my case, like, you know me, I'm like on the internet. Like, I mean, I could have, You'd be Googling like a, that shit. Yeah, I could have had like a degree in. Because, you know, at a certain point, you know, you get in, you know, to these discussions. Well, I want this. And I'm, I'm like, it, it, it doesn't work that way. There's things laid out and this is how it goes. Kind of like some of the things we were talking with about your divorce attorney. If it's, you know, pretty cut and dry. I didn't have a vacation home and a boat and, a, you know, all that sort of stuff. So I don't see that's the thing. I don't think you need all those things to fight. I think you can fight about anything under the sun to fight about. You can fight about things that aren't even there or legitimate, really. True, true. When you're, I think when you're dealing with somebody who maybe is not 100% wanting out, mm-hmm. unless both parties want out and truly want a clean break, yeah. you're going to deal with some crazy shit. And I'm wondering what kind of crazy shit this woman has dealt with. I think we're going to ask her that. Okay, okay. I'd like to see if it could top my crazy shit. Oh, I, I don't I don't know that that's possible. <laughs> all right. Are we ready to try her? Is your phone all charged up or are we going to? We're going to find out. <laughs> Jen, thanks for coming on to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, okay. So we have so, some, qu- whoa, whoa. Well, you, you want to interject? What's going on? T- well. You're interrupting. 
I'm interrupting. <laughs> this is this is our podcast. Wait, wait. I start I can, talking. I see you like chomping at the bit. Do you have a question? Well, I, I think the first question is is uh, for the people listening out there. What is a holistic divorce coach? Okay, well, I'm so glad you asked because first of all, I don't really call myself a divorce coach, so I don't want to like ring any alarms here. But um, so there's a difference between I'm I'm actually a holistic life coach. Uh, okay. <laughs> Who works with divorced women. Okay, Constance told me divorce coach. Well, so I just, just, just summed so it. We, I was trying to sum it up, okay? Uh, yep. We're, we're okay a little silly, sorry. No, I, I was even confused when I started because I didn't even know there were certified divorce coaches. And I was calling myself a divorce coach because I was working with divorced women. And then I realized that there are divorce coaches out there who work with women, kind of lead them through the process of divorce. I'm a holistic life coach, so I'm not certified in walking you through the process, even though I've been through it and I could discuss it. Um, But my main goal is working with women who are either, well, they've got to be beyond the beginnings of the divorce process and are ready to do the work. Typically, it's after the divorce has been finalized. Oh, wow. um, Kind of depending on how long the divorce takes. But um, it's really to help them get through the emotion and really move them forward in their life. And my main goal is to get them whole again. Do you get people that are maybe that are more on the fence about leaving or um, potentially staying in a relationship, or you really mainly focus on the aftermath? I typically work with women who have made the, the decisions already been made. I have a free group on Facebook where it's for women. It's for healing and mindset after divorce, but there are women on there who aren't divorced and they're thinking about it. Um, That's just not particularly who I work with. Really what my focus is on, okay, the decision's been made. You've you've still got some lingering anger, grief that you've got to get through to mindset work. And we're going to work on, you know, what needs to change? What do you want to bring into your life? What do you want more of? What do you want less of? in all aspects of your life and move you forward into this next chapter. And, and do you have a specific set of uh, things that you focus on or does it depend on the client? Well, it depends on the client for sure. Like every program, I don't have like, these are the six steps, but I do mm-hmm. have a process that I go through and I focus a lot on belief change and emotional release. Those are huge components of my process. And that's throughout the whole time that we work together because there's always more stuff that comes up. Um, but then we also work on things that are a little more uh, like trigger training, setting boundaries, visualizing for in setting goals, all kinds of stuff like that. But it really kind of depends on where each woman is at. And that's why I say, I call it a bespoke program. Do you only work with women? For divorce, I do. So I have okay. I have another thing that I do, which is um, my intensives, and that's using some of the belief change and the MER, which is mental emotional release. And I do work with men there. I work with anybody there. You don't even have to be divorced to have to have the intensive. Um, but that's something that I do in my program for divorced women. And I only, yeah, I only work with women, not not men. Uh, talk a little bit yeah. about uh, belief change. And in your process okay. for helping people to change their beliefs. So I am trained, I'm a trained NLP practitioner and oh, in okay. MER, which is mental emotional release. And this is, this, here's the thing, the difficult thing about, I mean, I, I work with women on reframing their beliefs, right. And setting intentions. 
setting affirmations, all that kind of thing that most people can do to try to change. And for some people, if they have just like some negative thoughts, that will work. But with many of us, with, well, with most of us, with all of us, we've got these internal beliefs working in the background with our subconscious, and we don't even know that it's happening, which is why we're like, I keep doing all these things. I keep saying I'm going to do it, and it's two years later, and I still haven't done it, or I'm still you know, having relations with the same type of person or the same things happening with my kids. And it's all because at some point in their journey long ago, and this also works with generational beliefs as well, we picked up these beliefs. And what happens is we, we develop it at one point in our life. They were there to protect us. And then we just keep looking for evidence. And, and it's like our brain just fouls it away. Like if you survived, this is what we're going to do again and again and again. Most of the women I work with are closer to midlife, 40 plus. I also take women, wise women in their 30s. Um, mm-hmm. we've, we've gotten to this point where we're just, we've got these patterns that are just like ingrained in us. And the beauty of the tools that I use is that it's a really simple way to create that pattern interrupt and to install new beliefs. It's really... I mean, I love it. It changed my life, and that's why I got um, certified to do it as well. You said you're an NLP practitioner, neuro-linguistic programming. That, that's correct, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it stands for. Yep. Um, and are, do you find that people are able to change their beliefs pretty quickly, or does it vary depending on the person? What, what I like to say is that it helps collapse timelines. Now, some people, uh, yes, depending on the person— um, when we do a mental emotional release intensive, it's a two hour intensive and we release baggage of emotion that we carry along with us. And then we release, say, a couple of beliefs. For the most part, it really only takes one, two, three sessions and it's gone. The real beauty of it is it creates change in us without us having to think about the change. And I can say this for myself. The first time I ever did it, it was like a month had gone by. And I was like, I don't know. What's... What happened here? And then I looked back and I saw all these instances where I would have behaved a certain way and I didn't. And it's just because now this is like, this is just who I am now. Okay. So you, you don't have to think about it. It's operating on a, on a subconscious level. Yes, okay. exactly. So explain yeah. to us, okay, like for example, when, I mean, I, I might not be the, the exact norm, but I mean, when I went through my divorce, and it's a process, you know, you, you do yeah. really, you grieve and you um, feel so many different emotions. Um, I would say when it was all finally done, I mean, it was like, I was like a, a col- I was like a kid going back to college. <laughs> I mean, my life was amazing. I did, I, I was, I felt so free. Wait, and, you have to elaborate. You were like a kid going back to college. So well, parties, I can't, I can't, I can't and, elaborate and, and, on that. The audience <laughs> They just take, you can use your imagination. Okay. I, mean. right. I can use my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt so free and so elated. Um, I don't, you know, so I'm trying to figure out what do other people feel? I mean, I'm sure there is a, ver- a variety of emotions and a new sense of norm for a lot of women. But in your experience, what do a lot of women struggle with after the divorce? Well, and here, that's the thing. And this is the tricky part about even like clients figuring out if they actually need a coach or not, because I remember the same feeling. I mean, 
I, we went back and forth for six years. Are we getting divorced or not? So when the day finally came, when we, I just said, if it ever comes up again, it's happening. And it did come up and it happened. I have felt immediate relief because I spent the last six years doing, going through so much grief, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you do have this immediate sense of relief, but you also have, I mean, if what I'm asking women to do is just take a step back and reflect and really kind of dig in on what is really true for them. Because what we find so often is that there is this, this huge worthiness gap. And in our mind, we're like, oh, I'm great. I'm doing great. I feel great. This is the best I've ever felt. I'm just going to move along. I've got this all under control. It's all up to me. And I'm so happy that it's my decision now. It's not his, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, we really haven't gone through the grief process that we needed to or that we thought that we had and we haven't. So there's a lot that has to do with worthiness. There's a lot that has to do with, you know, there's financial abuse that might have happened. And so there's work that we have to do there on financial and their mindset around money or about getting a job, getting a new job, creating a business, that sort of thing. And we can all say, well, I've set my boundaries, but yet we find ourselves being triggered all the time. And so it's working on that. I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole host of issues that come up and there's two different people that I see. And that's, or I I think I was a little bit of both. Like I was so against being controlled by somebody that I kind of just wanted to be out of control. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's do not, you want to ask her to what, do you want to ask her what that means? Well, out of control. <laughs> I, I, I get what she means by out of control. Out of control means being out from under someone that's yes. trying to control you. Is that, is that what you meant? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I got I mean, it. Yeah. Cool. I mean, well, I yeah. Had, and I, I think had, there's ways you can do that. Like you are no more, let's say you're no longer financially tied to people. So some women I would, I would guess are, spending money like crazy because they can finally, you know, it's their own prerogative. Or, I mean, some women are out of control in terms of like going out and hopping into another relationship or dating or, you know, I'm sure you see all of that, Jen. So go ahead, continue. That's that's not what she meant by out of control though. Well, for me, we don't know what she meant. She told me I was, I was right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I mean, I do I'm, feel like I'm, you're in my head right now. I think that's really interesting. <laughs> no, I did. I felt it was just so much relief from being under someone else's control that, yes, it felt great to be out of that control. Now, there were plenty of nights out that first year that were... <laughs> that were out of control. Yeah, like, like going <laughs> yeah, back to college. There's that. There that. You know, and I just have to say, and I'm not like trying to pat myself on the back or make myself look special or anything, but I was, I was already in the doing the work because, because I'm a coach. And so this is what I do. I was, I was in the the health coaching prior to becoming working in life. Uh, And um, so, I mean, I didn't let myself get too crazy just because (laughs) I knew here's the thing. I, I knew that there were things I wanted to change. And if we don't take the time to stop and look at, okay, what happened? What really happened? What were my responsibilities here? And even in the worst case scenarios, where, and this is not victim blaming, where you have a really toxic spouse, we need to stop and think about, okay, how did that affect me? How do I want to respond now? What am I looking for that's different? Is there anything that I need to change about myself so that I no longer attract that same type of person? When, when you get divorced, like, no one's bringing casseroles to your house. No one's giving you paid time off work. Like, mm-hmm. we signed the papers and I picked my daughter up from school. Like, it was just like, boom, you're right into it, Right. And so you've got to push forward 
And yes, you're celebrating in many ways. A lot of people have divorce parties. Um, but we also have this grief or this built up anger, whatever it is, there's shame. There might be some guilt for our kids that needs to be addressed so that we can move into the next relationship or the next stage of our life differently than we did the last time. I like that. Yeah. Um, so do you, do you find that, um, have you had like a, a particularly difficult, I don't know, case or, or coaching person that you had to deal with? And or, what? or maybe one that just like really stood out to you. Yeah. I guess, well, there's a couple of messages that I want to say here. Most of the women I work with had narcissistic spouses. Um, some of them were super toxic. Unfortunately, there are a lot of women out there who could use working with a coach, but either they're still stuck in those marriages because they're so abusive, they don't know how to get out. Um, a lot of the women who are divorcing in midlife or aren't divorcing in midlife, it's because of the financial problems there. Um, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom most of my marriage. My ex made a lot of money. And, um, well, there was a lot around that, like around me working, not working. And I started my coaching business while I was married. But if I had to go out to like get a new job after, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, and I was married for 22 years, that's, that's a crisis, right? So that mm-hmm. would have been a big problem for me. And there's a lot of people that stay in marriages just because they can't imagine having to go out themselves. and do that. Correct. Um, so, so the, the one thing I just want to say is that it, in order to want a coach or work with a coach, like you don't have to come from this completely toxic background. Um, I do understand it though, for those that I do work with, because there is toxicity in my marriage as well. Um, I guess the one person I'm thinking of, she came to me and she was, she was super sick on top of everything else. She had all these autoimmune diseases. She had all these problems going on with her health. Um, but she came to me really because, and this is the thing, they'll come to me with one goal, but by the end of the program, they'll realize that it was really something bigger or something different that they needed. Um, so she came to me because she knew she wanted, you know, she wanted to change. She knew that she wanted to start this business. She had a background in accounting. She was going to do this whole online accounting thing. And in working together, the beauty of the work that I do with them is that in working together, her illnesses just start, started to like drop off. Oh, I was, like, was going to ask one, you that if, yeah. if it kind of had a ripple effect through all these different areas of her life. Yes. And what she, cause what she didn't realize is that so much of what was going on with her inside physically had to do with what was going on with her toxicity in her marriage and emotionally how she either was or wasn't handling it. And by releasing this baggage of emotion, by really getting down to her boot and changing her belief system, she just, she started to heal. I mean, I'm not saying this is like, it's a miracle work or anything, but this is just what happens when you work holistically. There's this whole mind body change that, that happens. Um, and then what, what, what was so great about that is the better she felt, she started, you know, we started, there's a, this point in the middle of the program where we really start tapping into what lights us up and, she started getting really creative. And by the end, you know, she, she was doing going to stay with this accounting business just to kind of create income, but she was deciding to go back to school to be an art therapist because she'd started writing songs and really getting diving into painting. And Mm. that was something she hadn't done. Like she had completely forgotten that that was something she even enjoyed doing. I mean, it was since she was a child because life chips away at us. We forget who we are. 
And then we finally come to this point where we have this opportunity. And that's why, I mean, I tell divorced women, let it be your catalyst because yes, it's a hard situation. It could practically kill you or it can really propel you into something really great. And she's just one example of, of how, you know, she just didn't even understand what was going on with her or understand how much her marriage was affecting her life until she was able to get out from under it. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That was a complete transformation of, of her entire life. Totally. We've talked about this before, Jerome. We will get somebody that comes in and they're like, listen, I need to lose, you know, 50 to 100 pounds. I mean, it's a significant amount of weight. And we are, as trainers, yeah. are like, okay. But in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, your life is about to freaking change. <laughs> they have no idea. They think they're just getting 50, 60, 70, 80 pounds off. And I'm thinking to myself, this person has no idea what's about to hit them. And sometimes you do see that. The weight falls off and then they end up career change or, you know, mar- yes. their marital status changes. Or, and it's, it's, as a coach, I'm sure it's amazing to be able to see such a significant transformation because in the coaching world, you know, you do win some and you lose some. I mean, these people have mm-hmm. to be wanting the change so bad. They have to put the work in. Um, and it sounds like this woman really was ready to put the work in. Yeah. And I mean, that's just it. You have to be coachable. I reached out to a coach who was a marriage coach because I didn't know. I liked how she coached and I had seen how other people had transformed working with her. And so I reached out to her. I'm like, I don't want you to save my marriage. It's, it can't even be saved at this point. I'm just looking to save myself. Wow. So I worked with her prior to getting divorced and that's why I wanted, you know, I wanted to be that coach for these women. Some of them are going to be ready, you know, after the decision's made and they've kind of gotten through the, the, the point where they're just so overwhelmed and they've got like with the lawyers and all of that. And now they have headspace to, mm-hmm. to work. And then that's why some of them just reach out like after it's finalized. And this woman was, um, it was, it was after the fact for her, she had a quick divorce. Um, but it was, you know, and that's why I realized when I was doing health coaching, because I was kind of doing, I was getting to add more and more of my life coach training into it. And yeah, like I was seeing these people like getting healthier and then they're starting to get divorced or they're thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, I don't want to <laughs> Wait, that's my other coach. business. Hold on. Let me put my, let me, my, <laughs> let me put my other life coach hat on. <laughs> so, okay. I have one last question. It's a personal question for you. Okay. I, I didn't even tell you I was okay. going to ask you this, but what is the number one thing you learned post-divorce? Jesus. Um, <laughs> well, I will, I'm going to tell you this and I'm just, just how strong I am. I'm getting choked up saying that. Sorry. Wow. I wasn't That's expecting okay. that question. I'm so um, <laughs> there were curveball. Wow, she, did. she didn't even tell me she was going to ask you that question. Jerome, I'm like getting like Oprah right now. Did you just see that? <laughs> yeah. She's crying. This is amazing. I'm crying. It's amazing. Do <laughs> you guys have a tissue? Um, <laughs> No, but you know, so you're going to scare the other guests. Off. I know. They're, they're going to make us, they're going to make me cry. I don't want to do that podcast. You know, it's a good interview when, when someone's crying. Um, yeah. We're like, we're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> it's huge for me because, um, there was like, I, I call it chipping away. There was a lot of chipping away that I allowed to happen or didn't realize was happening. I was a complete mess for a while and it, I was scared to death. I really did think that he was the love of my life, which just still I know seems so crazy, but that's where where some people go, even though things are so bad. 
And um, I just, I really didn't know how, how I was going to be able to do this. That's why that, that feeling of freedom is just so great because when you really, when you realize just how strong you are and how I am doing these things and I, I am accomplishing more and I'm, my experiences have brought in, like, I, I go after whatever I'm curious about. Like, there's nobody stopping me. That's, you know what, that's just a really freaking good feeling. And that's what makes you, that's what makes you such a great coach is the fact that you have been through it and you can relate and the relatability piece is what people want. Um, you know, yes. you can't, it's really hard to go to somebody who is, you know, happily married and say, okay, coach me through this divorce process. I mean, it would be lovely, but you don't have the experience. So thank you for sharing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got you choked up. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's a, it's a happy, it's a happy cry. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. Jen, tell us where we could find you. My website is jenkrasinski.com. That's K-R-U-S-I-N-S-K. I'm sure that'll be in your show. And that was one of my saying. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, I'm at Jen Krasinski, but that's Jen with two N's. And my Facebook group is, I can never say the name of it. It's Healing and Mindset After Divorce or Divorce Healing and Mindset. Either way, Google me on, or look me up on Facebook. And there's a free group there. And I just wanted to offer to your for people that if they go to my contact page on my website and let me know that they want my trigger training, that is something that I offer for free. And it's, it, it goes pretty in depth on how to, how to train your triggers. And I think it's really important, whether you're in a happy marriage, you're happily single, you're going through the divorce process, anyone can use those tips. Awesome. Thank you for that. Well, yeah. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for sharing what you do. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Jen. Yes. Thank you. This has been a blast. Hmm. Wow. So <laughs> So I was off. You were you were way <laughs> off, Oprah, Oprah Jr. <laughs> I did make I did make our guest cry though. I mean, yeah. so I might not and, have known what the hell she did, but you know what? I made her cry. Yeah. And that's you know what? Yeah, and if, if I'm you're really listening, proud of myself. Look under your chairs. Yes. You get a um <laughs> new car. car. <laughs> I mean, not, maybe not car. That's that's gonna be down the road. Maybe like a bottle of bourbon. Oh, <laughs> you get a bottle of bourbon, you get a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> You get drunk. You get drunk. <laughs> so interesting. I mean, I think there's something to, um, you know, we talk a lot about the process mm-hmm. of divorce and maybe the pre-process. We yeah. never really focus at all on post. The post-process. Because we're too busy thinking like, that's it. We're out of it. We did it. But, you know, you have to realize, like she says, a lot of women specifically that maybe have not had a career or are have been under somebody's thumb, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it could go both ways. Yeah. But I think it does happen a lot more to women than men, traditionally speaking. Yeah, yeah, I would say You know, that. but you do sort of have this new sense of freedom, and you almost don't know what to do with it. Well, I mean, I, I think there can be a new sense of freedom, but there can also be this new sense of, like, fear. Because, you know, you've never been in this position before, and if financially you've been controlled, and it's like now you're controlling that, it's like, oh, there, there's a lot of stuff that you have to 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 figure out, and that that can be pretty scary. I'm sure. Scary. And then just emotionally, I would imagine, in most cases, even if you know it doesn't work, um, the relationship doesn't work, there's still some emotion around that. Right. You know, and so right. there's just a, a whole lot of things to deal with. And I think as you're going through that process, you're more so in kind of a survival mode. No, I agree with that. 
Well, see, if you mm. are um, post-divorce and need some help, yeah, she's your girl. Yeah. All right. Well, that's right. it for this episode of Too Fit to Be Tied. Okay. Look at me. I get to do the ending. I'm Constance. Okay. Oprah <laughs> Jr. I'm going to call you OJ now. Oh, wait. Maybe not. Maybe maybe not that. Not, okay. Oprah Jr. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Go I'm Constance. I'm Jerome. See, it doesn't work because no, then I say right. we'll it's see weird. you next time. Oh, is that and then oh, okay. And then you say bye because you got to have the last word. Okay. I'm Constance. I'm Jerome. Now say it. I'll see you no, next no, time. No, no, no. We'll see you next time. No, see, you got to. Okay. So for Too Fit to Be Tied, I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. Bye. See how that works? Yeah, I know. Okay. I keep trying to switch it. See, I, I know. You should just listen to me. <laughs> Thank you.